0: previously on Blue Ridge Adventures Guild. And
1: we're standing in the middle of
0: a insect-driven massacre.
1: I think I'm going to go ahead and grab the landline and die on 911.
0: And they killed people. There's a lot of dead people here from bugs. I'm going to go ahead and send someone out.
2: Is my hand still glowing?
0: Yeah. It is. You see the holes that Alex disappeared into, and and you see a shimmering...
1: I'm uh, going to keep going.
0: You step through this mirage, and as you do, it's like you're just submerged in ice water. You imagine Jay Lachey with glow yeah. stick stuff all over his face, and all of a sudden, there are <laughs> these. there is this glowing green fluid on Jay Lachey's face. Roy, you're sure you made that. Uh, you do the exact same thing, and Johnny is there, standing Whoa. motionless in the dark cavern hey let's Let's go go find alex guys uh, set off trying to follow the drag tracks that you see in the in the gravel uh, dusty dirt floor of the caverns and this cavern if anything becomes more amazing as you go as you head north down the down the passageway the ceiling drops to about 10 feet but it's still probably a 10 by 10 uh, tunnel running underground. You can walk side by side, two people side by side, uh as you want to. The floor seems fairly even and well worn. Uh it's um it, it's it's almost like you were in some sort of <laughs> a um in some sort of a like a a commercial operation, you know, where you go to cave, do spelunking and they're like, oh we run ten trips a day down here. Like that's almost how it feels as far as how well-made these uh, these tunnels are and just how worn sort of the floors are. I need you guys to all roll me nature checks.
1: 12 for me. My dice roll off.
2: 11 for me.
1: I'd say 9 for me. Right.
2: Whoa! You
0: guys, you guys follow this path, and you're doing great. So great following the drag marks. And then other passages start to come into this passage and you see them branching off and splitting and you keep trying to follow the insect tracks, but you guys are not uh, trackers of insects by by any means. And it's only a matter of time until you cannot deny that you are hopelessly lost.
1: I think we're hopelessly lost. Nah. This has got to be bug tracks, right? I see six different feet. I mean, it could be two feet three times, but. I think
3: uh, we just got to pick times? one. I uh, think we just got to pick one and go.
0: You guys are, yeah, you guys are having this conversation, and there's about four different pathways coming out of the small room that you're in. You just came in from one. So you've got one that's straight ahead, one off to the left, and one off to the right. They look pretty much identical uh, same site same heights again 10 to 12 foot ceilings pretty good size passageways but you cannot differentiate these in any significant way
1: uh are there any like loose roots or like pieces of wood
0: uh there are some roots coming down from the ceiling
1: anything i can like kind of pull i just want like a stick
0: um roll me a perception check
1: oh great my best things (laughs) And that one.
0: Yeah, it's you don't find Like, it just looks like a stone room to you. Bert, go ahead and roll me a perception check and roll it well. Nat 20. Oh, all right. I Finally.
2: got, uh, like 15.
0: All right, cool. So, Bert, you start looking around. I want you to roll me a D6 and tell me what you roll. Four. You are looking around with your cell phone light at this, uh, passageway and on the ground in the dust and the dirt, there's a shimmer of, uh, of, of like metal that catches your eye and it's a silver metal. And when you go and explore, you find a metal like silver statuette that has been dropped here and we are deep underground but there it is i want you to roll me in the d6 again and let's see what this is one this is a raccoon it is a silver a silver statuette of a raccoon that you are finding underground
3: and does it is it like covered in dirt does it look like it's been there for a minute
0: uh or is it like fresh It's fairly fresh. It is not deeply, deeply underground. It looks like it was dropped. It is, you know, it's something to the point that other people coming in wouldn't necessarily see it. And it was kind of about where you were standing and kind of how it was uh, leaning against one of the sort of stones uh, on the wall and the floor, how it was sort of tucked in there. But you just happened to be in the right place and you looked and saw it. But no, this has not been something that's been there for hundreds of years. This this looks fairly new. Huh.
3: Is it small enough I can just, like, pick it up? And, yeah, like, totally. Yeah, yeah. It?
0: It's, uh, it's, um, it's the size of a candy bar.
3: Was this raccoon statue near one of the three tunnels that...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the one off to the right. It was one in the corner the right. and the one off to the right. Yeah, so from where you came, uh, it was off to the right. And again, this is sort of a northwest uh, moving tunnel. And yeah. yeah.
3: Guys, want to go just down this one? It seems to be our best bet.
2: Yeah, if that's all you can find. Like, if you find something in there, like, that's got to be where we need to go.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well... If
2: there's nothing in the other tunnels, then why would we go there? And that's obviously yeah. not... Like, why would the bugs have a fucking raccoon statue?
3: Yeah, I mean so. Well, why hmm. would the bridesmaids have a raccoon statue? But, yeah, why I, I would, see what you're saying.
2: Why would the bugs I have like people? That's a good point. Yeah.
0: You guys wind along for a couple of hours, and this there doesn't there are some some small passageways that come into this one, but there's definitely a clearly defined central passageway that's leading off. So you feel you feel a sense of confidence because you are on the main path. You don't know what that means, but you are on the main path. And if you felt like this path was a road, where you end up is a freeway. The path that you are on comes out into, uh, again, another cavern and we're talking 20 foot tall ceilings. This looks like a road tunnel, right? Like under a mountain uh, the big dig in Boston. Like this is a enormous tubular tunnel that runs East to West. And it is clearly trafficked. There are wagon marks down the center there are just crushed gravel and this thing looks like an honest to god road running underground off to the east and to the west and you have been angling in the west and so you kind of come out angled that way as if the west would be where you were going roll roll me perception checks all around one more time oh yeah 13
2: 16
1: okay a nine minus one is an
0: eight. Okay. With, uh, uh, Roy, you see off to the west, you see light up ahead. I mean, it's hundreds of yards, and the the tunnel seems to turn. And it's not a lot of light, but you see light up ahead. Bro, do you
2: yeah. see the fucking light?
1: Light?
3: Now you're pointing it out, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Dude, let's go. You're leading. Oh yeah, okay, I forgot. Let's go.
0: So as you head down this uh, highway, underground highway, you you realize there is a light, and as you get ahead, you see that oh, yeah. carved into the stone wall is a hook and it's probably uh 15 feet off the ground and hanging on this hook is an oil lantern that is burning and there's nothing else around it. And it just seems to be marking a turn in this underground roadway. Not, not a fork in the road, but just the fact that this road is turning.
3: Huh? And, You're and is,
0: you just look off into the darkness as it turns North.
3: Do we want to try and take this?
2: The lamp.
3: Yeah, just have. I mean, these cell phones. I don't know how yeah, we're gonna, long we're gonna stay are down gonna here. Die. But, yeah, well, so sure. let's take it. Are
1: you sure? It might sure. be. Can, I, mean, I mean, we can try. It's, I, want, it's I mean, I could climb up there and get it. That's not an issue. I'm having. Okay. I feel like the road. We can see that this is a traveled road, right? You said we can see wagon marks.
0: Yeah. yeah
1: and it, the road turns here yeah like it's like it a looks from triangle.
0: the west up to the northwest yeah
1: i i think this is to warn people that there's a turn like a like a street sign if we take it down
3: yeah i get i guess but i mean, I mean if, I, let's try to find let's try to find people let's i guess
1: yeah uh, I, mean, I can get if you want me to get it i'll get
3: it I'm just, I'm worried that these cell phones are not going to last forever, and I don't know how long, Mind I mean, right. we've been down here for a couple hours,
1: I don't think it's a bad idea, I'm just saying. You think they, uh, you think anyone's been, the, been in the church?
3: <sighs> I mean, it's been I a think... couple
1: hours, I would hope so, if they actually showed up, if they believed you. Yeah, that lady didn't seem to... What, who works in that type of field and then doesn't believe right? in heart disease? Right? Like, what? Uh, she, she was getting mad at me for having an attitude, but can you blame me for having an attitude? Wait. No.
2: Try to be in her shoes for like two seconds. Okay. If someone came to One. you and was like... Two. Yeah, she's not nice. Big fucking ants ate my friends. They destroyed a wedding. There was bee people. Like, get down here now. What would you do?
3: I mean, I first, think. I would, I would think they're on drugs, but I mean, they definitely saw something, you know. Like, we've all done, we've all done some stuff. Like, even, even when there's not something there, there's something there, you know. You like, you see something. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but uh, I just think
2: us being like the only ones alive. Yeah. Yeah. Look right it's now. Probably gonna look pretty bad. And yeah. you're
1: shooting lasers from your hand and making yeah, no. magic things appear. I'm going to trust your judgment. Seems like okay. right now. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to climb up this rock wall and get this.
2: All right. Let's do it. All right. Yeah.
0: Let's well, do it. Roll me an athletics check. An athletics check. Yeah. It's a 12 total. Uh, yeah, you... you... You're not quite getting up there. This is uh, the walls are fairly slick. It's almost like people who put them up there thought that some uh, people might try to steal their lanterns and sort of built them in a way that they were difficult to access.
1: My hands are really sweaty, and I just yeah. I can't get a good grip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay.
0: All right.
3: So I guess we're just hoping on
0: these cell phones then. Yeah. You guys head off on the Northwestern passage with you, with your cell phones and they are, they are starting to get dim. Jay's has gone out. He didn't charge his, and you guys are down to two cell phones and you, you sort of uh, head along in this straight line on this well-maintained underground road. And it's not long before you find another lantern as the road hooks farther north. And it's the same as the last one. It's on the opposite side of the road, a stone hook that's carved out of the wall, oil lantern i mean i'm talking about a large oil lantern iron cased it's it's a fairly fairly fixed structure it would it would be difficult to do much with and um and you move past it as well and just as uh you start to become very concerned about your cell phone batteries both roy and bert have the little red lines on their cell phone battery indicators you come upon a carriage, like a, um, like a wagon that is stopped in the road and you're coming up from behind it and it is a covered wagon. So, um, like white cloth over, uh, the, the wooden frame with these wooden wheels and you cannot see into the back, but there's just a wagon sitting on the road ahead of you. And that's as much as you can say.
3: What the
1: hell, a wagon? Well,
3: maybe they can hey, help why us is out. There a, well, hey, why is there
1: a wagon? I don't know. We're in South Carolina. They do stuff old-fashioned sometimes. Yeah, maybe hotel? they're doing like a maybe they're doing like a hayride down here or something. <clears throat> yeah, like a, an old welcome to the to the mines, of the South. Yeah, oh,
2: but like, there's no mines down here.
1: No,
3: they're but all like, like, there's
2: fucking Virginia and West Virginia and Kentucky. Like but person. there's a bunch of
3: old, like, you know, like, Stump House Tunnel, like, unfinished, like, railroad stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it
0: could be something like that. How I old a do- does is a doc-
2: Does it look, like, ancient, or does it look, like, new?
0: No, it looks new. It looks, uh, it looks clean, and it looks, uh, fully functional. Yeah, it's not, it's not cobwebbed. Yeah.
1: Or probably in some sort of tunnel system, and it's probably someone you know, who works here. Let's go check it out. A village or something.
0: Mm, sweet. Yeah. So uh, Bert, you and Roy, you guys are going north. So you guys head up the east side of this wagon. And Jay, you go around the west side of the wagon. And the road does seem to expand here. So the cavern gets wider around these um around this part of the road where the wagon is. And as you move up towards the wagon, uh, you both see, all, all, uh, all three of you see up ahead, the next, uh, another wagon. And so this is a wagon train that is just sitting here in the darkness. As you walk forward, uh, these wagons are painted gray. They are particularly hard to see. And uh, you all reach the front of the wagon at the same time and find dead horses laying in front of the wagon with arrows, uh, like bow and arrow arrows, uh, multiple arrows uh, penetrating uh, into their into their necks and uh, and into their chests and so there's dead horses the wagons are uh, this wagon seems abandoned There's another wagon in front and Jay off on your side. You see bodies laying on the ground Up uh, ahead of you
1: Oh guys Come see this Like um, uh, I don't know if this guys I don't There's a lot for today uh, I don't. I don't know if this is a fun time attraction tunnel anymore. Yeah. So
0: everybody, everybody, roll me investigation checks. I want to see what you guys find when you come out here on the west side of the tunnel.
1: Eleven. I got a sixteen.
2: Seventeen.
0: All right. Cool. So. You guys all see basically the same stuff. As you sort of fan out into this area, there are about 16 dead bodies scattered across the ground. There are four wagons in a row, all painted that dark gray color. As you look at the bodies, there's about 12 of them that look like they were warriors like security. And again, it's like it's like the Renaissance fair got robbed because these guys are wearing armor and uh, a lot of it's been taken off of them. The weapons that you think that people who are dressed like this, especially given the other four who are dressed in very nice clothes, the, the weapons that are laying around are rusty, crappy looking weapons that look very old. So you guys look around and you see some sort of short swords. You see there's some clubs that are laying on the ground. There's a wooden shield. There are some, uh, this quiver of these, like, they look like lawn darts. There's a sling, like a leather sling, like a David and Goliath style that you recognize mostly from Bible school. There is a, a an axe, like a wood cutting axe, but a little bit lighter that is also stuck into one of the bodies that is there.
3: These ain't these ain't us.
1: This isn't this isn't wedding people. You uh you think we this could be like fossils? Like we, we find an archaeological site? And they've been I mean, preserved? I'm no I'm no
3: uh Jeff Goldblum but I don't think these are fossils.
2: It, these are just like dead people Damn yet
3: though, I'll give you that. i that. I have to say uh, I'm pretty scared. There's <laughs> there's more dead people. There's yeah. arrows. There's wagons.
1: We're underground. Uh, I feel like echoing, I'm I'm in the Oregon Trail, th- but the Oregon Trail's underground.
0: Echoing through the cavern, you hear a. Yeah. Was
1: that one of you guys?
3: Sound like a cat.
2: Like that uh, girl we met in Vegas that one time.
3: Oh, yeah. She was so <laughs> annoying, dude. Oh, she would uh, not stop following you. Uh, I'm going to grab I'm going to grab that shield. Yeah. And like maybe one of those short swords. Yeah, I don't Good. I don't know what's... I don't know what's going I don't know what's happening, but God, I'm I'm scared, guys. And
1: I don't know. I just I want to yeah. fight this time. I don't want anyone else to get hurt. You're right. I'm going to I'm going to throw down the bug spray. I'm going to Do I see like any like sp- spears or anything kind of of that type of uh, weaponry?
0: Yeah, yeah, you you actually do. They're um they're not on the ground. They're actually along the f- Footboards of the of one of the caravans it's like the spear is something that uh someone who was driving the caravan kind of had up front so that they Mm -hmm. could grab it out so you you, yeah you actually do find a find a spear up and tucked into the third caravan from the front and the third uh i'm gonna go ahead
1: and grab uh i did a track and field back in high school so uh yeah nice I, i just feel better with something like
3: this right for sure Hey, do I see do I see anybody alive? You said they're all dead.
0: Given the perception checks you had earlier, yeah, er- okay. everybody is dead. This doesn't okay. look like a brand new thing that just happened. There, uh, okay. there is a smell here, oh, okay. you know. So it, it's probably been, but it doesn't look. I mean, it hadn't been very long, couple days uh, at most, right?
2: Okay. Um, Should we Troy... hide? Yeah, I, I guess. Um... Roy is instinctually going to see if he can find, like, a hand axe or something.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, there's, like I said, there is a, there is a, there is an axe axe um, that is lighter than a wood axe. So, yeah, it's probably some, it'd be a little bit large for a hand axe, but not very much. It's probably about two and a half feet long, handle right. fairly light. Uh, yeah, it would, um, yeah, it would suffice.
2: Yeah, it's going to grab that, and then, I guess, we'll go find cover As yes.
0: Yeah, do we want to hide in these wagons? Uh, uh... I guess. As you're trying to decide where you go, you you hear a... You see motion in the, um, over, uh, in the far wall as you suddenly realize that there are quite a number of small caves pocked into this wall where the roadway has expanded and as you shine your cell phone light over there you see a half dozen pairs of glowing eyes they are about five feet to six feet off the ground and they seem to be bobbing up and down as they are moving towards you guys guys guys
3: guys yeah Get in one of the fucking wagons. Oh. <laughs> just toss, toss the, the short sword and the shield that I just got. Just toss it, in, like getting out of the pool and just like get into a wagon.
0: Okay. You start to pull yourself up into a wagon, and as you do, an arrow thumps into the side of the wagon you're climbing into. And I need ah! you guys to roll for initiative. Ooh. Uh, I
3: roll a eight on initiative.
1: Okay. I got a dirty ten
0: about to be
2: a dustin
0: i got <laughs> to my life an 18 minus one 17. um all right so bert you have uh jumped into the wagon uh roy you and jay are still fairly exposed jay there is an arrow that is uh flying your way and it actually has uh 17 to ac so you are actually going to take a hit from the uh from a longbow arrow yes (laughs) it does not it does not feel good i just got freaking shot with an arrow yeah you take five points of piercing damage as an arrow hits you in the leg jeez who shoots arrows anymore bro Dude, get in the wagon! Get in the wagon! Get in the wagon! Roy, uh, Roy it is your turn. A freaking bow and arrow! Hey. You are seeing, uh, you still got your cell phone. You are seeing eye shine from creatures. Uh, their laughter is getting louder. Yeah. Yeah. As they move into the cavern. Um, yeah, and there's one that has obviously shot an arrow. You kind of catch a glimpse of the arrow flying as it hits. Jay Lachey and uh that is the closest uh set of eyes to you others are moving uh quickly around some boulders as they head uh towards you at a sprint
2: so I'm just gonna I guess just like blindly reach my hand out and just try to do the thing
0: do the thing any any particular one?
2: Uh, no, just just one of them fuckers. Just all right. get the one that shot me with an arrow. Oh, I don't know which one did it, bro. <laughs> Otherwise, it would.
0: All right, roll, roll me an attack roll on the one that you decide is is the biggest threat
2: uh that'll be a 19
0: total okay that totally hit so you raise your hand and you feel that same surge of energy and and a bolt of force leaves your palm and slams into the first set of eyes that are approaching roll me some damage
2: oh 10
0: oh wow so uh, that bolt slams into the chest of this creature, and you hear, <laughs> and, uh, and and you smell like just there's uh, just burnt hair. And, and by the light of the of the bolt that hits this creature, you can tell this is not human. This is strange, almost uh, it, it's bipedal, but but dog legged, uh, uh, almost like a, a hairy face, dog face. Uh, it has a, it has a spear. That, uh, that looks a bit different from the one that, that Jay picked up. This is, uh, this is yeah, just um, sort of an ornamental spear. There's some feathers tied to it. And uh, that is the creature that your blast hit. And it takes the blast very hard, but unlike the bugs, this creature does not go down. This creature is going to then throw its spear back at you and uh, it will miss wide as it aims for Roy but the spear flies past you Jay it is your turn you uh, you have been hit by an arrow you yeah, are I'm out in the hurt. open where are you going
1: how wide of a miss was his spear that he threw could I possibly get to it
0: yeah sure it's stuck into the side of the nearest wagon that you guys are kind of in front of
1: and so okay. yeah it,
0: it was it's not hard for you to get to
1: then I'm going to take the spear that I grabbed off the ground and yep. I'm going to try and throw it back at it
0: at the okay, cool. So roll me an attack roll with a uh, with a spear. Okay. I rolled an eight. Uh, you <laughs> fling it back, a it's for a, effort. Well, it is an it eight. It flies back over the uh, this creature. It pretty much exactly as his uh, as his spear threw past the first time. And you feel a kinship with people <laughs> who uh, throw spears and miss wildly in front of their friends. <laughs>
1: All right, I'm gonna try. Can I grab the other one out of the wagon and try yeah. and just kind of duck behind the wagon?
0: Yeah. I'll, so uh, I will let you grab with your rest of your movement. You'll grab the spear and and duck around the corner of the wagon. And so Bert, at this point, uh, you have three quarters cover. Uh, uh, Jay Lachey, you have half cover, and uh, Roy, you are still standing out in the open. <clears throat>
3: um is it is it bert's
0: turn it is uh it is going to be a bert's turn next whoever shot an arrow oh. at a jay is now taking a shot at bert oh okay. no and it rolls a natural 20 uh yes. as uh as bert sticks his head out of the wagon with three quarters cover this is the legolas of <laughs> noel archers and Johnny, are you okay and you are exactly right. Uh, oh, no. Um, it's an arrow. How freaking lame is that? You, you, you are going to take 10 points of damage, Bert. Oh. <laughs> Johnny, you okay? <gasps> are you, I'm down. Are you down? Bert, Bert, and Johnny, are you okay? And, and oh, no. It and an north arrow north hits him, one, Bert. Right? It's your turn now. You just got hit with an arrow. 10 points of damage. I need you to make me a death saving throw. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Hey, guys. Dustin Bayes here. I play Sphere, Bert, and Poot. I, along with my fellow cast members, Maddie Fuller, who plays Enid, Roy, and Amari, Nate Ouellette, who plays Scarf, Jay Lachey, and Ma, and our DM, Dr. Andy Rourke, want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast we're having so much fun making the podcast and we hope you're having a lot of fun listening to it if you are please give us a rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast whether it's apple music spotify google podbean and you can even listen to us now on your amazon echo by saying hey alexa please play Blue Ridge Adventures Guild, and it should play our podcast. Sorry if I just set off your Alexa. If you want to add us or check out some more content, follow us on our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram by searching at Bragpod, that's B R A G P O D, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube by looking up Blue Ridge Adventures Guild. All of those pages have links to each other, so if you find us in one place, you can find us in the rest. Thanks again for listening, and now, let's get back to the show.
0: I I need you to make me a death saving throw. Yeah.
3: Well, Bert, say hey to your mother for me. (laughs)
2: Twelve.
3: Twelve! One
0: success. you, you um, You make your first death saving throw and that is when you hear the strangest thing. You hear a human voice speaking English and screaming. Yeah, I'm enraged. As Roy, as you turn your cell phone to the north, where uh, where the wagon train was headed, where the caravan was going, you see a man who is about three and a half feet tall, shirtless. He weighs about 75 pounds, but he, you can even see in the the light of his phone, he is pure muscle and he's wearing a belt that looks like a professional wrestling championship belt that covers most of his abdomen. And he has this dog skull on top of his head, and an axe that is as big as he is, and he is charging towards the uh, knoll that uh, you had hit with your eldritch blast, and he <laughs> he hits this knoll, and it basically cleaves it in half. Um, yeah. He completely slices this animal that, um, that absorbed your Eldritch Blast. Uh, it looked like it had recovered from that fairly well until this tiny man just cleaves it in half.
2: Holy shit.
0: um, That is a tiny dude. Yeah. (laughs) There's, um. There is a uh, there is another one of these creatures that's holding a spear that moves to engage the tiny man and slashes wildly at him and misses with its spear. So it's holding its spear with two hands. It slashes wildly at him and misses. The next thing that we see, uh, the cavern light up like the lights are raised and there's another small man this one not nearly as small he is about uh he's about five five feet he probably weighs 160 pounds right five foot 160 pounds he is thick long beard of uh, full metal armor he's his he's, disproportionate from the little man, so his legs seem much shorter than his torso, and his legs are just pumping, and he has a hammer in his hand, and he is holding up his other hand, palm uh, forward, just like you've seen Roy do. But out of his hand, there is a ray of light that is targeting the dog creature with the bow and arrow, the one who has shot both uh, Jay Lachey and Burt. And that Knoll is going to have to make a dexterity saving throw, which it fails, and takes five points of damage. The first Knoll, the one who, um, who again, who shot the who, who shot the first arrow, is going to aim at this newcomer and fire wildly and miss. Uh, as he approaches, not screaming, uh, he actually looks more annoyed than, um, than enraged. And that, that's sort of how you read his face as he approaches and Roy, it is your turn again.
2: I am fucking flawed by all these people. Uh, but, uh, I, I'm going to like shake Bert and be like, Bert, Bert, do you see the tiny men? They're so fucking okay, I, I, I'll get back to you. And then I'm gonna try to do it again because now I feel pressured because there's someone else who can do my cool trick and it's not all that cool anymore. So I'm gonna zap just another random one. Just
0: Just, uh, an- just another random one. Yeah, you uh, you pick one of the ones that's been throwing spears back and forth. Uh, with J, that's the <laughs> one that you target. And so go ahead and roll me a um roll me an attack roll. I like
3: to think like a nice little game that of catch.
2: 20.
0: Oh wow All right, perfect. So uh, roll me roll me damage.
2: Uh, four.
0: Alright, what what's is it a D eight? That's a D ten. Alright, cool. So you so you get a full D ten damage because you got a net twenty. <laughs> so the crit four. so you got ten plus what four. now? Four. Four. Alright, perfect. And uh that is the end of the uh, of the Archer knoll who was uh who was firing arrows back and forth. So uh you Seemingly in an attempt to top the newcomer who did a similar thing, a similar trick with his hand to you, you uh, you unleash a powerful uh, hold my beer type bolt that uh, that just levels this this creature. And you can feel that the tides have, have seem to be turning. Jay, you're ducking behind the caravan. It's your turn.
1: I was ducking, but now I see my buddy Bert go down. I'm I'm feeling pretty pissed, and I'm gonna- like. <laughs> I, clearly, my throw in is not what it used to be, so I'm gonna just take the spear and I'm gonna charge the first
0: of these creatures that I can. Perfect, the closest you, one. Uh, you charge up uh, towards the the tiny man uh, who is just right in the middle of everything. You run kind of in his general direction to the first knoll that you see and this is the one that um, this is this is a uh, one that had kind of run up behind. The uh, the one that you traded spears with, and that is going to be the closest one. So go ahead and run, ro- roll me a um, a two handed spear attack.
1: All right, be...
0: okay, a thirteen. That does not hit you. Uh, you get right up on this creature and you use two hands, and you slash down, and you do it. A- you feel so confident, but your spear. Just uh, cuts part way through some thick hide armor. And having never tried to stick a pointy thing through hide armor before, you didn't realize how difficult it was to, to slash step. through it. And now you're face to face with this dog creature. Uh, it's not I a dog. Quick quick question. Sure.
1: I took the feet, pole arm master. Okay. So it says when you take the attack action with a glaive halberd, quarter or spear. You can use a bonus action to make a melee attack with the opposite end of the weapon. Okay. Uh, so can I do that and Yeah, try and- yeah, yeah, definitely. So missed- Hold on,
0: let me let me finish let me finish painting the picture here before you before okay. you smack him with the back of the spear. So uh, you slash down and it cuts part way through this thick hide armor, and now you are face to face with this snarling dog creature that actually is not a dog creature; it is a hyena, and it goes. <laughs> as your spear uh, catches on its armor and you are able to rip your spear loose and bring the butt of the spear uh, spinning up underneath its jaw and roll me uh, an attack to see if you can connect.
1: Uh, That is a 15.
0: That does hit.
1: All right. And as I do, I'm going to yell,
0: Mufasa! (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
1: Say it again. (laughs)
0: Okay, that's... A uh, two damage. You, so yeah, it um it knocks the the laughter out of his mouth. Is basically it. you smacking you catch him right underneath the chip the tip of the mandible and the and his, and his teeth kind of smack together. He kind of bites his tongue and mm. uh, and he uh, seems to have a new level of anger in his eyes as he looks back at you. And Jay, he is going to try to hit you with his spear and he uh, is going to miss you. As he slashes, yeah. he got a uh, a twelve to AC. I'm assuming that doesn't hit. Actually. Oh. So,
1: level
3: one. Level one. Uh, level
0: no, having not have picked have up armor. any armor. All right, you are uh, you are going to take uh, you are going to take damage from this, okay. and he is going to let's see. He uh, you are going to take four points of damage.
1: Oh, it's like a bigger arrow.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bert, I need you to make me another dexterity saving throw. Death saving throw? Death, 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 death dexterity. You death save with dexterity.
3: To see if my body rolls out of the way in time.
0: <laughs> exactly. Can you dodge death? Another. 14. Another success. Yay! Yeah. Another uh, successful uh, attack, uh, a death save for Bert one of the gnolls is going to charge forward to engage the tiny screaming man and it slashes with two hands on a spear uh and does not hit our new friend who is uh just um shaking the previous uh n- cleave knoll off of his enormous axe it is his turn he looks at the new creature uh, who has moved up to engage with him and says, I'm furious! And slashes, <laughs> holy crap, and for are 18, 18 to AC, and uh, he hits for eight points of damage on that, on that beast.
3: Sounds like he's trying to convince himself. He,
0: you know, uh, I'm,
3: so <laughs> I'm so mad!
0: I'm so mad! i really, I promise I am! I, I swear to God! I've really, I've never been like this, man. Uh, a a Noel Archer fires at the um at the the bearded uh, companion who has also appeared, missing wildly. The bearded companion, the uh, taller of our two new friends, is actually heading directly towards Bert, uh, and so he's moving around the side of the wagon where you were and laying his hand on your exposed head which is laying out with an arrow sticking yeah <laughs> basically basically from your neck yeah he is going to put his hands upon you and he closes his eyes and you feel the life roll back into you and the uh and as he pulls the arrow out of your out of your neck the wound underneath seems to close up as if it was never there and you get six points uh, six hit points back from his cure wound spell All right Mark, you're awake i'm awake
3: yeah I'm, of course i'm awake well, it's, uh, i don't sleep on a job yeah, how much these arrows about? suck Really bad, I just got shot with one
1: yeah, I got shot by one and then <laughs> just I got now. By, I got stabbed by right. a bigger one
2: Look at the that guy, he just fucked you Yo, Look at these guys yeah.
1: Tweet. Oh my god <sighs> <sighs> L- Little
0: guys, can we, can we talk to you after it. this? Rage! Oh god, oh god, oh god <laughs> And, and <laughs> the, back into the- the, wagon. the, the be- Yeah, the bearded man slowly shakes his head and you can see it's just like disappointment on his face. Um, Roy, it is your turn. As you look out, you see Jay uh, locked in combat with uh, with a hyena monster. Uh, you see a knoll that was just uh, uh, hacked into by the shirtless tiny man with the professional wrestling belt and the dog skull on his head and uh, yeah, and that's it. So, and, um, and there's, there is an archer who fired an arrow at the bearded newcomer and missed. So three knolls that you see. All
2: right, I'm gonna aim at the, uh, the outlier. I'm gonna get the okay. uh, archer okay. so that there's no more arrows. Sure. Can't let, can't let Burke get got by another arrow. Johnny can take it. Uh, That's a 18 total.
0: Oh, that definitely hits. Fragile.
2: All right. He's all bark. That is gonna be seven damage.
0: Oh, perfect. Yeah. So uh, your eldritch blast hits this uh, this knoll with his uh, with his longbow, blasting the arrow he was trying to get out of his quiver out of his hand, and uh, and and scorching his uh, his right shoulder and arm. Yeah. All right. And-
2: uh after engaging him, since I know he has like a fucking, you know, bow and arrow, I'm gonna mm-hmm. like try to find some cover.
0: Oh definitely. Like, oh can so I, like uh,
2: dip behind one of the wagons or something.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay, you can uh you'll you'll duck behind one of the wagons now that you have fired off your uh your elders blast. Sweet. All right, perfect. Uh Jay Lachey, it is your um it is your turn.
1: I'm I'm still engaged in this one guy.
0: You are yes.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and make make an attack on him. Okay. With my spear, two handed. Okay. Uh, 21. Wow, that definitely hits. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and do eight plus three. Six damage.
0: Oh right, very nice. So uh, this this null is starting to look like he has, uh, he has taken uh, some hits. He is going to slash back at you. And uh,
2: he does
1: real quick. I was also going to try to think of a way to do it with flavor. Um, I'm going to kind of like take a second and take a breather and concentrate and use my second wind ability.
0: Oh, great. yeah. So you step back and your uh, your days of track practice when you uh, took a beating under the weight coach and the javelin coach. And just had to suck it back up. That comes into your mind as you step back and shrug off some of the pain that you have uh, that you have taken.
1: Okay, heal five points of damage.
0: Hey, I like it. I like okay. it. All right. So, all right. Um, with that, you shrug up. Uh, the know you're fighting has made an attack roll, and it is nine to AC.
1: That does not hit.
0: So you, uh, as you duck away and catch your breath, you are able to uh, to dodge his attack. Bert, you now seem to have a new lease on life. The uh, you're looking into the uh, uh, into the face of a. he uh, seems like a, a middle-aged man, a bearded man, but his, his head is a little bit wider than than a normal man, and he's only about five foot tall. Uh, he, you know, he's, he's, and he's wearing a uh, medieval armor. Uh, that's, that's what you're looking at. Um, but he, uh, f- seems like he's pulled the arrow out of your neck and seems to be unconcerned about you at this point.
3: Okay. Um, I feel like I'm just gonna like lay flat on my back for a second and be like, oh, I don't know if there's like some sort of God or something or, uh, an angel or some, uh, like uh, some sort of prophet that can help me. But I swear to God, if you're out there and you're listening, I will just, you just get me through this. And I swear I will, I'll go to your church every day. I'll like, I'll like hand out flyers, like really uncomfortably to people who clearly don't want them. Uh, Just whatever you got, man, just get me, get me through this. Okay, please, please. Uh, And then I'm going to yell out, yo, Johnny, you okay? Oh, I'm good. I'm good.
1: (sighs) Okay. (laughs) I'm uh, well, you just all right? like, I'm Neil from the Matrix.
2: Yeah, nice. I- I'm, I'm all right. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm just like fucking weirded out.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to look at this guy and be like, hey, man, thanks so much. Uh, uh, what do I do? I'm so scared.
0: Yeah. Uh, Do you have a, a weapon or anything uh, that might be helpful? Oh, yeah. Think? I tossed
3: it. I tossed uh, a shield and a sword in this wagon here. Uh, all right, I'll. Uh, okay, yeah. I know what I'm gonna do. I stand up, I'm like, Whoa. look around. I'm gonna, like, clamber in and like, try to reach around and like, oh, here it is. Uh, grab the sh- the sword and the shield, and I'm just gonna try and run up. Do I have enough speed? I got 30 feet. Can I get up yeah. to where Johnny is? To j Money. Yeah. Can I engage with the guy that he's engaged with?
0: Yeah, you totally can. I'll give you advantage because those two are deeply engaged. And if you're kind of running up on the side, I'll give you flanking on him.
3: Yeah, I'll run up and give him the old swing. Nine to AC. Uh,
0: That does not hit. Uh, Did you roll with advantage? Oh, I did not. Sorry.
3: All right. A nine didn't hit, but does a nine hit?
0: No. (laughs) Still. Still does not hit. Still
3: okay, I was... Not. I thought... I don't know. I thought maybe. It right. was nice worth a try.
0: You, uh, As you charge up to this no feeling ridiculous with a wooden... cracked wooden shield and a crappy short sword in your hand, uh, it becomes painfully obvious that you have never wielded a sword in your life as you uh hack a, 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 <laughs> without any effect at all at this no, that's kind of hard it's definitely it's definitely harder definitely harder than you think next to you uh the knoll that is fighting our uh our tiny friend is uh is hacking and slashing at him oh for a natural 20 that knoll is going to yeah that knoll is going to hit for 10 points of damage on our uh little friend but he seems to uh to shrug off about half of it. Uh, Jeez. He, Cubone, he, are you all right? I'm 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 so mad, I'm fine. And and he uh and he is going to go back with his big axe at the knoll that hit him uh missing uh missing wildly. So while he says he's fine, his wild flailing miss with his axe indicates maybe otherwise. All right. With that, the uh, archer knoll is going to uh fire again at, uh, at our bearded friend and miss yet again. This archer is not nearly as good as the first archer, uh, who, uh, who died fairly early on. That's, um, that's good for everybody. So he misses and in exchange, the bearded figure is going to point his finger at the archer and you are going to see a flash of light that streaks towards that knoll. The knoll is going to take eight damage from this flaming arrow that was launched toward him, and it is Roy's turn. Oh, shit. Roy, uh, can you do that? Uh,
2: I don't think I can yet. Um,. But, uh, but, uh, I'll try.
0: That was really cool.
2: If I just, like, point instead of, like, go like that. Yeah. Maybe if I point, it'll do something different. I don't know.
0: So, first of all, which knoll are you pointing at?
2: All right. So, I'm going to go back at the archer because, like, I was shooting at him first. I'm going to see if I can kill him. Okay. thing that I'm doing.
0: I need you to roll me an attack roll
2: uh that's gonna be 17
0: perfect so roll me a, a 1d8 uh in damage please oh eight you point and you reach down into yourself and you try desperately to do something different and you feel this tingling icy sensation it's almost like when you went into the hole and went through that mirage but it's much more controlled localized in your hand and so you point and as you point this ghostly skeletal hand comes out of your hand and reaches towards the knoll that you're pointing at, controlling this ghostly, ghastly hand the entire way. And it reaches to the knoll, and, and the hyena creature doesn't seem to see it until it's too late. And you close your hand around this creature's throat and just feel ice in between your fingers. And you can see the shock on this creature's face as it tries to grasp and pull your hand away, its claws scrape uselessly through the spectral digits that, that have wrapped around its neck. Tell me what happens to this knoll at its end.
2: As the skeletal hand wraps around the neck, you watch as this knoll, this gross knoll, start seeping away, dehydrating almost. Looks as if the life is being sucked out of him until finally with one last weird dull noise, it drops to the floor. Dust.
0: Ah, uh, with with that, the other two knolls that are fighting—one of them is fighting Jay and Bert, and the other one is fighting the tiny man. They see their uh, their colleague, who who is probably the de facto leader of the group, uh, fall to the ground. And with that, they they immediately break off their attacks and try to flee. And so Jay and Bert, you guys will get opportunity attacks on oh, yeah. this fleeing Gnoll, uh if you want to take them.
1: Are we both flanking <laughs> him technically now? Uh,
0: yeah. He well, you, you won't get advantages. He's trying to, um, okay. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's not trying to disengage. He's trying to turn. So I won't give you advantage on it. Uh, but but both of you can have a, a, an opportunity attack.
1: I did get a third. No, an eighteen.
0: All I right,
1: that's
0: 19. Uh, you both, so you both, uh, both of you roll me damage.
1: Mm-hmm. I did 10 damage. Wow. And 1d6, sorry. I did five
3: damage.
0: Oh, uh, Bert, tell me how you finished mm-hmm. this, uh, this null off after Jay's powerful strike that, uh, that brought back his glory days of high school track.
3: Yeah, um, Jake stabs him in the back with the spear. And as soon as he goes, ah, just sink, clear <laughs> off, just take his head off.
0: Just head but, comes B-ball. off. Perfect. Yeah. As the other Knoll tries to flee from the tiny man, it catches an axe in its back. He does survive just barely getting hacked in the back as he limps. That will be the lone survivor is the Knoll that disengaged from our small friend and ran away. And How far we, does he
1: get? Well, I wouldn't be able to try and do like one of those. Like, just throw the spear and try and get him as he's like in the distance, like you know, movies when someone's like like an old western. You see yeah, the guy actually,
0: like, so you can um you can throw your spear sixty feet with disadvantage. So if you okay. want to try to take a shot, he's got uh he's got three hit points left and. He oh, I get uh, three. using his action to dash. Uh, he is going to be exactly sixty feet away from you. It is definitely the far end of your range. Roll with disadvantage. You need you a fifteen. This. You need
1: you a fifteen this. to hit. Oh, hang on, one fell. Don't
0: count. Doesn't count when it's on the floor. Yeah.
1: Right, I fell on the floor again. I'm get... too excited. Find you a rolling tray. Okay. I rolled an 11 and a 12. Both are plus five. So 16 and a 17.
0: <laughs> so I think roll, roll me damage. Three three points of damage. I have plus three. Oh, all right. So, tell me, for, tell me, me what thing.
1: happened. Oh, I rolled top damage. Oh, max
0: damage, Jay Lachey drops think- back like uh, the high school track star that he is. He <laughs> let's fly this sphere just like he did a thousand times with the javelin Yay. at track and field. That. And uh, Jay Lachey, call the action for us. Sports Sportscast uh, time. Think- That's right, folks.
1: We are here to see the championship javelin toss. Jay Lachey, let's watch that replay as the javelin flies through the air, piercing the gnoll through the chest, impaling it Ooh, as it leans. You're gonna feel that one tomorrow. That's right. The knoll is now leaning towards the ground, spear protruding, but keeping him up as if a tripod. Oh my uh, god. You don't so see boring. that
0: one every day. <laughs> <laughs> When, when you turn around the, the small man is lifting one of the knolls over his head and slamming it down on another knoll that is on the ground. Both knolls are dead. He seems to be working through some issues uh, in this in this strange fashion.
3: Oh, I'm gonna turn and see him doing that and just be like,
0: ah!
3: I'm gonna take my sword and just start hacking at the knoll that's like dead <laughs> in front of me.
0: Yeah, he uh, the, the look, the look of of uh, of approval on his face is enormous. Like you, like he's just—did we just become best friends? Yup. Wow, <laughs> that's so
3: great. Just covered it's, in blood.
0: He's, that's him too. He's covered in blood, and as you look at his, in his uh in his tiny adorable face, uh, you realize he's not wearing a dog skull on his head. He is wearing a skull of one of the creatures that you just killed. That is his headgear. uh, The helmet that he has is a skull of one of these creatures. And he says, wow, boy, it's a good thing we found you guys.
3: Hey, guys, Dustin again. That's going to be it for episode seven. Episode eight is going to premiere on Facebook and YouTube on November 14th. And then the audio will be dropping in podcast format the following Monday, November 16th. So find us online by looking us up, Blue Ridge Adventures Guild, and rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. If you want to get additional content or add us, find us at BragPod, B R A G P O D. Before we go today, we just want to shout out a couple of friends of our shows, uh, a couple other shows. Uh, First, I want to say thanks to Be A Better Bard for shouting us out on their show. It's a podcast based out of Richmond and they tear apart uh, archetypes and tropes of various things in not only D&D, but literature and life. And then they build it up and make a new thing, whether it's Uh, a vampire or a prince or a sidekick or even a really nice wooden ship they make all those things also want to say thanks to the bearded ones comedy podcast they're another local greenville south carolina podcast two comedians evan harris and jason underwood and they've stitched together kind of a short form improv comedy podcast a lot of fun and have an absolute blast listening to them. And then the last one is our DM's podcast. Dr. Andrew Work has a veterinarian podcast called The Cone of Shame. If you have a furry friend in your life and you want to learn more about them, listen to The Cone of Shame. Uh, and just to clarify, I mean your pets. Uh, if you have a furry friend in your life and you want to learn more about furries, uh, just go talk to them. So thanks again for listening to the show. And we'll catch you next time. Y'all come back now, you hear?